Capitalism was built on stolen land, stolen labor, and stolen resources. And a check today could not um, undo the cumulative impact of generations of that stolen wealth in all of those categories. And so I think it has to come in the form of land, labor, and resources in an ongoing fashion. And there are structures that we have that could be flipped to begin to do that, that reparations. Um, in fact, my opponent here mentioned Five Points and the Corridor and what has happened to our businesses there. Part of what has catalyzed that um, exponential decimation of black businesses is the Five Points bid, the Business Improvement District, which further steals um, from the community through taxation. And I think there's a model that could be redistributed. Instead of a bid collecting extra taxation from the black and brown businesses that are struggling, you could be collecting those extra taxes from white-led businesses all over the city and redistributing them to black and brown-owned businesses who are not part of it or who are simply just black or brown-owned. And that's one way to give back um, in the business form fashion. I think when we talk about um, resources being returned, this is where consumer-owned or municipally-owned resources are important because we are locked out of owning our control or over our basic needs like um, water or utilities or any of those things. There is a way for us to change that structure and put black and brown people in ownership positions over our basic needs. I also really um, want to point out that the basic income project uh, could be if it were focused, uh, an important way to return a check to an individual in an ongoing fashion, but in its current format, is not reparations or not close to reparations. One, it doesn't focus on black and brown people. Two, what they are experimenting with is unhoused people, and it's not a livable or prosperous wage, it is a welfare wage. And we know how that has worked. Those types of checks have not served us well, and we need to go far beyond um, welfare wages and go to prosperous wages because we don't want to just survive anymore and reparations goal should not be survival, it should be repairing the harm which is this entire economy. Okay, let's get into this. Candy Seberka wants to tax white-owned businesses as a form of reparations. Aren't they taxed already as it is? During a public forum, Denver City Council District 9 Representative Candy Seberka proposed collecting extra taxes from white-led businesses all over the city and redistributing them to black and brown-owned businesses as a form of reparations prompting waves of threatening messages from white nationalists and Sidibaka haters, according to sources close to the councilwoman. It basically flooded Kabaka's 
social media with a bunch of white nationalists saying, says a source noting how most of the vitriol was coming from people who caught wind of Sabaka's reparations idea through a tweet on the popular right-wing accounts of libs of TikTok. The incumbent councilwoman and self-described democratic socialist, oh boy, who's facing a challenger in June 6 runoff was speaking at the Greater Metro Denver Ministerial Alliance Forum on May 4th when she brought up the idea. Video of the council rep talking about taxing white-owned businesses was posted on tobacco social media channels and then reshared by Libs of TikTok on Twitter, where it's been watched for more than 2 million times. According to one source at the forum, at the forum, other participants, including runoff mayoral candidate Mike Johnson and Kelly Brock, were asked about reparations too, but none offered an answer as controversial as Sabaka's. Capitals were built on stolen land, stolen labor, and stolen resources. Um, Kelly Baca said during the forum, a check today could not undo the accumulative impact of generations of that stolen wealth in all those categories, she added. So I think it has to come in the form of land, labor, and resources in an ongoing fashion. And there are structures that have been that what that we have that could have been flipped to begin to do reparations. In fact, my opponent here mentioned five points in the corridor and what has happened to our businesses there. Part of what was part of what has catalyzed the exponential decimation of black businesses in the five points bid, the business improvement district which further steals from the community through taxation. And I think there's a model that could be redistributed. Attic about it, instead of a bid collecting tax, extra taxation from black and brown businesses that are struggling, you could be collecting those extra taxes from white business, white led businesses all over the city and redistribute them to black and brown owned businesses who are not part of bid or are simply just black or brown owned and that's one way to get back to the back in the business form of form the business form fashion i think when we talk about the resources being returned this is where consumer owned or municipally owned resources are important because we are locked out of owning our control over our basic needs like water or utilities or any of those things there is a way for us to change that structure and put black and brown people in ownership positions over basic needs. Tabaka says that she ultimately believes the government needs to go far beyond welfare wages and go to prosperous wages because we don't just want to survive anymore. Okay, with that right there, okay, you're gonna have to work to get some certifications to get a higher wage, okay? You just can't be paid for it for a job flipping burgers or a job that is menial tax. It's called minimum wage for a reason because it's a minimum task. There's not much education in the tasks that you do. So if you want better, you're gonna have to work for it. That's it. I don't know why that's such a bad idea to say that. I really don't. I don't see what's what's so bad about saying that. There has to be a balance when it comes to these people with who are against capitalism or people who are against socialism. There has to be a balance there, okay? The goal of reparations should not be about survival. It should be about repairing the harm, which is the this entire community, she added. 
taking on Denver's basic income project, which is supposed to give basic income to individuals experiencing homelessness or financial strife with the goal of building a healthier society. According to the official website, Sabaka said the project could be an important way to return a check to an individual in an ongoing fashion if it were actually focused on helping people get reparations. I want to know how people are they're talking about cash and everything. What about the fact that banks are closing? Okay, 200 banks closed in 2023 alone. What are we going when are we going to talk about the fact that cash is soon going to be obsolete that we are going into a cashless society? So why don't reparations be in the form of gold or land or silver? Why don't we talk about that? In its current format, Denver's basic income project is not reparations or not close to reparations, Tabaka said. One, it doesn't focus on black or brown people. Two, what they are experimenting with is is unhoused people, and it's not a livable or prosperous wage. It is a welfare wage, and we know how that has worked. Those types of checks have not served us well, and we need to go far beyond welfare wages and go to prosperous wages because we don't just want to survive anymore. Reparations goal should not be about survival. It should be about repairing the harm, which is the entire this entire economy. The backlash came quickly. I will not be silenced by the far right playbook, Kabaka says in response. I and a, a nuanced discussion about reparations is necessary, but that opportunity has been taken from us by the right-wing outrage machine. This kind of discussion is not going to happen in this media landscape. Kabaka's campaign crew describes lives of TikTok as a far-right outrage machine known for creating echo chambers of violent and dangerous rhetoric around cherry-picking clips of everyone from private citizens to elected officials. It's now the third time Kabaka has been targeted by a white nationalist mob. It adds in a statement, this once again shows how difficult it is to be a progressive woman of color in politics. <clears throat> I like to say this. There is no such thing as a black and brown coalition. Okay, that's a farce. We just had this situation with uh, in L.A. with this Latina, uh, I think Nuni Martinez, um, and our other cohorts. They took um, political seats to make sure resources go for their Latin communities and leave the black and other black and other communities high and dry, especially the black community in L.A. All right. We don't have a black and brown coalition. Okay. She's Spanish. Fight for your own people. Black, they fight for theirs. All right. The reality is that reparations is probably not going to be a reality. Okay. Especially when you have these two powerful political parties that are for white supremacy, which is Democrat and Republican. And it will make sure that blacks do not get reparations. Other ethnicities will get them, but not blacks. Okay. Nevertheless, she will continue being the voice of the people and delivering for District 9, just as she's done for the past four years. The statement continues. Sadeka Sabaka was recently caused, I'm sorry, accused of not showing attention to Denver's black community. Hey, what did I tell you? After she was unable to attend multiple meetings organized by black leaders, longtime political consultant John Bailey blasted her for being a no-show for two runoff candidate forums he hosted with the black community in an email. You don't have the time for us. We won't support or vote for you. Bailey founder of the black cannabis equality. I'm sorry, equity initiative called for tobacco 
for not being able to find the time to meet with our black community, collaboration of leaders and concerned citizens. Bailey said that when Shabaka was asked to appear at the candidate forums scheduled for two Saturdays at New Hope Baptist Church, she declined. According to Tabaka, she couldn't make the meetings because of the short notice. Bailey reached out to me after dates were scheduled with only a week's notice in the middle of the runoff. She said, adding that there was no effort to collaborate on a time that works, no courtesy of a request for the dates that work. According to Tabaka's campaign, the councilwoman is being strategically targeted and harassed despite all candidates attending the forum agreeing to some kind of racial reparations. I don't see reparations happening, man. I don't. I just see this as a nice political football and something to talk about. And when it actually happens, the Latino community will get theirs and the blacks will be kicked to the side. That's how I see it. Okay. Taxing whites extra, of course, there's going to be an uproar about that. Okay. Another thing is the fact that taxing white businesses isn't going to work. It should be get the state to pay for reparations for blacks. Get the state to do it because they are the ones that made it legal in this country at one time. Okay. That's where you have to get it at. Okay. $42 trillion is owed. That's all I got to say. Make the state pay for it. You know what to do? Like, share, comment, subscribe. Later.